This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man, how are you? Good. All right, cool. Uh, Welcome to the Monty Show. Wow. What? You're on one today. Uh... I'm on one. Yeah. Talon. It's cool that the internet works today. Yeah, it is. That helps the show do better and stuff. Um, how the heck are you? It is Thursday or Friday. Um, depends on how you look at it. March 10th, 2021. No, that's a lie. It's 2022, actually. Thanks for listening to the show. 2022 This has been a bad start to this show. Hey, yo, man. Good to see you. It's Thursday, March 10th, 2022. Hey, don't forget we'll be off tomorrow because it snowed and we can take days off and stuff. Um, so we're going to snowboard tomorrow. Anybody going up to Park City? Do you want to ride with us? 20 bucks. We'll let you snowboard with us all day long. Yeah. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe on this show. Now, I know the other day, whoever that jagoff was, it was like, oh, you guys aren't growing anymore. Oh, yeah. Nobody listens to this Yeah, show. nobody listens to these hacks. Well, you know, we're uh, rapidly approaching 5,000. Um, we are at 3510 Let's go. right now. Um, just a meteoric explosion of orgasmic proportion. Uh, as we give Bro, away. What are you talking about, man? I don't know. I have a lot of energy today, and I have no idea why. I have one of the best nights of sleep I've had in some time last night. Um, so it is what it is. Deal with it. Uh, but my point is, uh, we had an incredible uh, occasion to get our hands on a PS5, so we're going to give it to you. All you have to do is hit subscribe. By the way, do you want a better shot to win the PS5? Well, then you should buy one of our shirts, our brand new merch. Um, we're about halfway through our You Are a Casual shirts. Did you send Jeremy Bolton his shirt? It's been a busy week. Okay, that's a no. It. I'm working that's on it. That's a no. Though. That's a no, but we did send him a headband. Anyway, um, the brand new You Are a Casual shirt is out. Everybody who buys a shirt, you get five to one entries to win the PS5. It's pretty simple. So essentially, you're going to buy a shirt, which means you'll DM Jake SLC Supercars, SLC Supercars on every social platform, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Um, although you're not really a cock talker at all. I'm sorry. Did you say a cock talker? You know, October. Anyway, uh, the point is DM Jake. He'll uh, hook you up with our Venmo. You send him 25 bucks. You have five to one opportunities to win the PlayStation. And we're going to give it away when we get to 5,000. Pretty straightforward. All you have to do is subscribe here. Buy a shirt five to one. And you can buy multiple shirts. Just saying. Subscribe to our channel here. Follow us on uh, TikTok, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. You get 10 to 1. If you follow us on your mom, you know, you get 20 to 1. Keep it real. Probably too much. Just buy yeah, a shirt. You, you know. get 5 to 1. Yeah. That's how you win the PS5. Uh, a really, really, really good night for the Utah Jazz last night. They steamrolled the Portland Trailblazers, uh, who suck right now. Like, they're not good. The Jazz were up, I think, by 47 going to the third quarter, one of the largest uh, third quarter leads in the history of the NBA. Um, You had guys in this league that were um, 
you know, knowing the gambling guys, I should say, in this league, knew this was going to be a blowout. It was the largest point spread in the last two years in the NBA at 19 and a half, and the Jazz covered. It's exactly what this team needed, Jake. A laugher, I think, really does them well. Yeah, and it's nice to see that Jared Butler finally got some minutes. You know, it's nice to see that Quinn came to his senses and started playing, you know, everybody on the bench when you're blowing a team out, you know, and, and I think that um, – you know, I, I think that you're just trying to finish the schedule at this point. You know, you're, you're trying not to give up the four seed. You're trying to to be in the best position possible, playing your best basketball heading into the postseason. And and I think for the Jazz, you know, we're, we're at a point with this team where, you know, the, the, the playoffs just need to get here. We just need to get into that first series and, and, and see what they can do. You know, I watching a lot of games last night, the Suns absolutely manhandled the heat, you know. So I think the Suns are – basically playing the best basketball that they've played all year. I mean, that game really was not that close, and, and the Heat are the number one seed right now. So I think the Suns are, are legit, and I think if you're the Jazz looking around the Western Conference, seeing who you know, you're going to have to play and contend with and everything, you know, I, I think we could all agree that, you know, not going to the NBA Finals this year, but I think it is important to finish this year strong. You know, it is important to, to win a series and get to the second round, and, and even if you lose in seven, I think that's better than – you know, than not going at all. So that's just kind of where I think it is. Yeah, is it fun to have a laugher? Absolutely. You know, this this game from the get, before they even stepped into the arena, was over. You know, this was a game that, you you know, everybody was like, yeah, they're going to beat the hell out of this team, and we'll go to the next night. And that's exactly what they did. And I think that it was nice to see Butler and Pascal and, and some minutes out of Rudy Gay, even though he didn't really play too well last night. Like, it's good to see – the bench getting involved. So I thought, you know, pretty straightforward. You know, it's nice not to get on the show today and have to talk about, you know, flagrants or technicals or arguing with officials or all that good stuff because I feel like that's what we end up talking about. It's nice to just say, hey, they had a laugher, they beat the hell out of the Blazers, and we're on to the next game. It's yeah. nice to say that. But this Rudy Gay conversation seems to be one that's not going away. I mean, when you look at – um you know, truly, you look at Rudy Gay's performance for this team. I, I know it feels strong to say that Rudy Gay is a bust, or I think he hasn't lived up to what the hype was. But I think we don't know the answer to that question yet. And one of the things that I think is really important to 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 understand about Rudy Gay is you won't know his highest best value to this ball club until the postseason gets here, right? Because that's what he's here for. And I, I would agree the injuries have been significant and they've diminished his ability to contribute. Um, I think he has not played nearly as well or in as many situations as most of us thought that he would. But I would slow your role as Jazz fans on just crushing um, Rudy Gay at this point. And, I, I, Jake, I think we haven't seen his best minutes as a Utah Jazz man yet. Yeah, and I, and I think this time of year serves for many different players to get them ramped up. You know, we've heard about about Rudy Gay, about Mike Conley, that, you know, they're trying to ramp these guys' minutes up. And I think, you know, the challenge for Rudy Gay has been that, that he's had some injuries to deal with, you know, and, and so he hasn't been able to be a consistent tool off the bench and get his – you know, 15, 17 minutes a night, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't had, he hasn't been in that flow. And so I think what you're seeing partially right now is he's getting back into his groove. But I also, I have to say, I do agree with the idea that, you know, yeah, he hasn't lived up to it, you know, and, and whether that's because of injury or otherwise, 
you know, the truth is the truth, right? I mean, it doesn't really matter why you haven't lived up to it. You haven't lived up to it. So I think that he has some proving to do. I think in a perfect world, he he is, you know, somebody you can come off the bench, get, you know, on a great night, you're getting four threes a game from him probably. Yeah. And you're getting yeah. some decent defense, you know. On an average night, you're getting one three, uh, maybe a turnover, and, and he's just kind of eating minutes for you. So it, I, it really, unfortunately – it, it like the case is that it just depends on the matchup, you know, and that's what I think so often happens with the bench mob, if you will, the bench roster, you know, Quinn only wants to play these guys when the matchup is advantageous to them. And unfortunately in the NBA, I mean, you just can't burn your starters out. You know, you can't. And that's why I was so happy to see that the starters didn't play a ton of minutes last night. You know, they didn't, nobody was really over 30 minutes. And I thought that was, that was really smart, but you know, as far as Rudy Gay is concerned, I just hope that as the season winds down here, you get into the postseason, I hope at a minimum his three-point shot is dialed in and, and reliable for him. Because if that's the case, he can at least come off the bench and contribute a little bit. See, but I don't think the three's been the issue. I, I, I maintain that this team's biggest weakness is still the pick-and-roll switch on defense. And their ability to defend smaller lineups. I mean, uh, again... I go back to the last road trip with what you saw, the, the, the fight for their life in Houston, the, the loss in New Orleans, the loss in Dallas. Um, I mean, I, I think you see that there is a blueprint to beat this team, and that very clearly is play small basketball. Right. Move Rudy Gobert out of the paint and then go have your way at the rim. And that's, that's the thing that Rudy Gay was supposed to fix. He was supposed mm -hmm. to be able to be that small ball 4-5 combo guy. Um, and you were supposed to have this combination of, of Rudy Gobert, um, you know, Hassan, 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 Whiteside, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And Rudy Gay. But but that has not come to fruition. Um, that has not materialized. And the thing that worries you is you're at a point now where you would think that it would have. So all that matters, the only question this team has to answer the last four weeks of the season can you figure out how to play small ball lineups and defend the pick and roll? Yeah. Because Quinn Snyder and the Utah Jazz have not adjusted at all when other teams go to this pick and roll. And when other teams play small, I mean, I think the Houston game is really interesting. You wound up winning that game. But you saw, even with Rudy in the game against a guy that is considered their center in Christian Wood, you saw their ability to run, you know, the, the pick and roll with Kevin Porter Jr., and switch Christian Wood, who wound up getting a wide-open three to tie the game. Yeah. And that manifested itself repeatedly. Um, the mid, the inability to defend the mid-range game in the paint on switches against New Orleans absolutely propelled them. Yeah. Um, and then I think you saw Luka Doncic do whatever the hell he wanted to do um, in the mid-range, and I think you saw them run pick and roll with just about everybody. Well, and I think the the the, the decision to switch everything too has to be addressed. I mean, I, I, the the Luca game is really where that was on full display. I mean, you have a, a, a situation where you have any variety of guards guarding Luca, and the Jet or the Mavericks just run a simple pick, not even pick and roll, just a simple hey, come up and set a screen, and let's make the Jazz switch. And that's yeah. going to be really interesting to see how they kind of go about that. Because again, you know, you know, let's say in the first round, you know, you get the Mavericks, let's say as an example, you know, are you going to continue just to switch everything and ask Rudy Gobert to play perimeter defense against Luca? I mean, I, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's your, the, the best way to go about it. I mean, at a minimum, I think 
in that scenario, you you got to at least force Luca into the paint. You know, at a minimum. I mean, you can't have you can't have this guy just switching and then getting one on one with Rudy at the three point line and just hitting step back after step back. That that's just not going to work. You know, and 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 I think yeah. that that along with how they handle pick and roll and how you know how they handle you know Rudy coming out of the paint and, and all those little things add up you know and and I think that you got to be on the same page heading into the postseason yeah we'll see if they get there I think they they you know my guess is the Jazz wind up in that four spot they have home court advantage against the Mavericks and I think that's gonna be a tough series but I ultimately think the Jazz can win that series yeah. and you know as we look around the rest of the NBA as, as we come into some real important games now um, you know we're pretty much at the midpoint of March and, you know, you begin to understand that, you know, every game that we're looking at on the schedule here, uh, like this this Brooklyn-Philly game tonight. Yeah. This is a huge basketball game. And, and for a lot of reasons, obviously the emotion that goes into it. Um, but these are two of the top teams in the East. And Brooklyn's trying to find their way back to the top of the standings. I think everybody believes that Brooklyn is a championship contender. Yeah. Or so we think. I mean, you look at what Kyrie did the other night. I mean, I don't know how you drop 51 playing every other game or every uh, a game every two weeks, essentially, is what it's been on average. I don't know how he does that. Gifted. And without Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's gifted. He just is. You know, like, I, it's remarkable what that team does, Brooklyn, when they're good. And this is without, again, a guy like a Joe Harris, um, who's out for the rest of the year now with ankle surgery. And, I mean, you have some real issues on that ball club. Yep. Yet – here you are still believed to be one of the best teams in the NBA. And it would not surprise me if they wound up in the Eastern conference Finals. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what happens when you have fearsome talent on your roster. I mean, again, you know, you made the best point there that Kyrie just throws up 50 point games. Like it's like, it's nothing like it's, you know, Oh yeah, I'm Kyrie Irving. Here we go. 50 points. No problem. You know, and, and he, and he honestly 50 points on 19 shots is a little ridiculous. I mean that, that, that level of efficiency, granted, He's not doing that every night, but that the, the fact that he has the ability once in a while to give you 50 points on 19 attempts is a little Excuse crazy. me, excuse me, excuse me. It's a 50-piece nugget. Right, a 50-piece nugget, right. Yeah, next question. Yeah, I know. So, you know, I just think that, yeah, I, I think you have to respect Brooklyn, you yeah. know, because of Durant and Kyrie and – and, and, and honestly, like, yes, Ben Simmons, but we got to see what he is as a player. I mean, again, it, it's no secret to anybody that you're running out of time here. You have got to get back on the basketball court, You have court, one dude. month left in the season, two days. Like, the season ends one month from today and, on and April And what are you 10th. playing? Probably, what, four games a week? Probably, yeah. right? Like, yeah. So, so you have game minutes left to get back into the groove if you're Ben Simmons. But my biggest concern for the Nets is, and ultimately why what I think lets them down is that even when Ben Simmons comes back, the chemistry of the team is still going to be really interesting because here's how it works for the Nets. Kyrie and KD have chemistry. They could be out a month. You put them right back on the floor. We're good to go. But I think what's going to be really curious is when Ben Simmons is playing point guard for them because I do believe that he's going to play a lot of point guard for them and then you're going to run a lot of sets with Kyrie and KD on the wings. When that happens – where how does that work I mean where does Ben Simmons fit in he's gonna you know his role is gonna be predominantly defense he's gonna bring the ball up but then what does Steve Nash do with him that's what I think they need time to figure out well and you've got 17 games to do that and you play every other game like if you're the Jazz the Jazz play every other day until 
Uh, it's like a Saturday, Tuesday, April 2nd to April 5th. When you're on the road at Golden State, home for Memphis. So you're out of time. Yeah. I, I agree with you, a hundo P there, bruh. A hundo P, bruh. Um, that you're just out of time. I mean, there, there's no more waiting. But that's the problem with the Lakers. You look at the Lakers right now and you, you ask is, yourself, is this a playoff team? Is it is it too strong to say the Lakers are an embarrassment? No, the Lakers are absolutely embarrassing. They are absolutely embarrassing. I was talking to one of my guys that I know at ESPN, and there is conversations about just not covering them right now because they're so bad. But then the flip side of that is, well, they're the Lakers, and they're this bad. How do you not talk about that? Yeah, you have to. Right? I mean, I mean yeah. but it's at the point at, at, at ESPN who drones about Aaron Rodgers every day. Every day. Like, the Lakers are a huge talking point. Yeah, I've been it, immunized. I mean, it, it. I don't know what you say about the L.A. Lakers because I think there is a real chance here um, that they're going to miss the play-in who tournament. Who are a couple of teams behind them? Um, they're in ninth in the West right. in the play, play-in tournament. Right. Nine and ten are in. Eleven's out. Um, Portland, who is tragically bad, yeah. is the only reason – that the Lakers will get into the postseason. Yeah, Portland's not even trying to win a game right now. I don't – and I'm being serious. I'm not even being a jerk. I don't know that Portland can win another game the entire year. Yeah. I, I Well, well that, for their purposes, they don't want to. That is easily the worst team I've seen all season long. Yeah. I think the Houston Rockets are far, far, far better. I will say, I really do like Anthony Simmons, though, for Portland. Love that kid. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like a lot of what they have. But they're fucking terrible right now. Like, yeah. it is not even – that's brutal. an unwatchable basketball team. Okay, so Portland. Portland is in the 11th spot at 27 and a half back. So, wait, the Lakers are at 9. Who's at 10? Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans is at 10. 27 wins. The Lakers are at 28. The, the New Orleans Pelicans are simply a game behind the Lakers in the loss column. I just think that, it, you know, like, I, I, like, if you try to put yourself in LeBron's shoes – uh, are you not just trying to get out of this season healthy and get into the off season? I, mean, I think it, if you're LeBron James, it might not be the worst thing in the world to win to not make the playoffs. They're gonna they're gonna keep the ten. I think there's a chance that I think there's a chance the Pelicans catch them because as I said last week and everybody railed me for it. I'm telling you, the Pelicans are a much better team than their record. He's just a hack. You know now that yeah you know now that they've they've made these deals. I'm telling you that the Pelicans are a far better team than their record. I think CJ McCollum and his impact was unexpected by the masses. Like, I don't think people realize how good CJ is, and that's because he's played in Portland his whole career before New Orleans. And, yes. And I think that he is – it's good to see – like, it's unfortunate to see, you know, Dame and CJ come to an end. I think everybody loved that pairing and, and what that could have been, but it never panned out. And I think, you know – I, I hope for CJ that, that he starts to get the credit he deserves. But more importantly, I hope that Dame eventually leaves, man. I, I really do hope that for him because I just don't see the Blazers doing what it takes to win in today's, you know, NBA, you know, culture, if you will. So, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I, I think one of the things that's truly fascinating to watch is the the end of LeBron's career because – I mean, I, I know that he had talent there, but how is LeBron just not able to carry this team anymore? Like, he just can't will them to wins. And, you know, it was interesting to hear Jalen Green being a, a youthful fool um, talking about how they were just attacking Carmelo Anthony. Yep. Now, he shouldn't have said that. It's I mean, it's very poor form 
to rip the Lakers when you're Portland argu- or when you're Rockets. Arguably the worst team in the NBA. Yeah. But he it's an interesting point. I mean, they they their biggest issue is Russell Westbrook. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They have bigger issues though. Like their defense, I don't understand how they're so bad defensively. Yeah. You can't tell me this is coaching. It, I mean, this is just zero execution on the floor. Yeah, I mean, it, it is at some point. I'd, I've always agreed with the, the 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 statement that at some point it comes down to the players doing their damn job. You know, like at some well, point it comes down to Russell Westbrook deciding, okay, this is enough is enough. We got to be better. We have to play better defense. We have to, like, I have to improve my jump shooting. You know, like, it comes down I, to players. I, I just, and listen, I understand that they're a far superior team with a far superior roster. But I look at the Phoenix Suns, who have young, inexperienced players, and they're elite defensively. But I don't think, is it fair to say that they're inexperienced anymore? Because now they've well, all I been mean, to the finals. I, I, look at, I look at the way they won last night, and I watched just about... I watched a good part of that Suns game last night. I look at at, at guys like Wainwright, Craig, um, Bismack Biombo, mm-hmm. um, you know, gave them three, and I know it sounds crazy, but he gives them three minutes where he gets a really, really smart rebound. And I'm like, damn, that's a and most rebounds just fall in your but you look at those little situations. The details. You know, I, I, I look at the way that Landry Shamet is defending right now. Landry Shamet's never played in a big game in his life. Like, that's not a guy you're like as a championship cow. He's not. I well, think not he until he have, is now. Yeah, I think the only playoff experience he's really got. I don't know. Didn't he? Wasn't he in Philly at one point and in Brooklyn for a, he was, for a cup of coffee? He was, but what did he really – what has he ever really done? Yeah, he's never really been the guy on any team. And not, no. Not, not, that's not what you would expect, but I think – Here's the thing with Phoenix. I, I think that Phoenix is has done a really nice job of of going from, you know, obviously they've done a nice job of going from a terrible team to a good team. But I think that we could all agree that Phoenix at one time, not now, but at one time was considered a small market at one time. Now yeah, it's it was. blown up and, and, you know, the transition has been made. I mean, there's more people in Phoenix than in San Francisco right now. Yeah, dude, and Phoenix is busy. And I think that my point here is that the Suns have done a great job Staying humble and staying really focused on the details and, and the little things. Developing players like the Cameron Payne is filling in for Chris Paul. Yes. And giving you an 11 10 double double. Yes. Um, that Devin Booker rolls up out of COVID protocols and, and gives you 23 points, nine Wait, dimes, eight boards, four or seven from three. And he looked good doing it too, by the way. Like, I'm this, I'm telling you. The guy that nobody's talking about is Mikhail Bridges. Yeah. Nobody talks about him. For whatever reason. I don't know why. They're elite. They and they but my point is they held Miami, who is forty four and twenty three and the best team in the East. Yeah. They held Miami to ninety points. Yeah, it's uh, it was a dominating performance. Uh, it, it, and I, I just I'm for real. I, I don't know how the Lakers are that bad. I, I and this season has been wild. Like uh, this season in the NBA has been crazy. You know, Houston may be one of the worst teams in the league, but damn, if they're not fun to watch, you know, they've got a lot of talent and they, they make a lot of nice plays, you know? I, I and I think that, you know, the playoffs are going to hmm. be very interesting, especially in the East, because I think Philly obviously expects to go to the NBA finals this year, 
But I'm not so sure that that's, that's going to work out. It's going to be interesting. Like James Harden, let's not forget, the last time James Harden was in a position to really make some noise in the postseason – you know, I think it was game six against the Warriors. He went 0 for 27 from three. Like I Nobody mean, cares about James Harden. Did anybody see what DeMar, the MVP, DeRozan, did last night? I mean, did anybody see the, the 36.8 rebound four-dime performance? I, I Anybody? I mean, just raise your hand real quick. If you're in the car or if you're wherever you're – just put your hand up. I mean, the, DeMar DeRozan's the MVP. Yeah, yeah. All three inches of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is – the guy is the MVP. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. You know. You know. Um, y- you can – So there, you like him more than Book? Um, no. Um, no. Not at all. Not, and I admittedly <clears> – <throat> I was on camera in a, in a uh, team meeting yesterday when I found out that Devin Booker was coming back to play. Right. Keyword coming, right? Okay. Wow. What? You're um, disgusting. What? The point He's is coming back. The point is, yeah, I was aroused. I mean, I, I you know, and I had to contain myself because I was in a Zoom meeting. I mean, uh-huh. you know, uh, that's awkward now. The point is, <laughs> the point is, let let's keep it real. I mean, this this Western Conference is far better than the East. Yeah, I I still maintain the Milwaukee Bucks are probably the most difficult team to deal with in the East. Uh huh. I think they're a clip better than the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know what to make of the Heat. Um, you know, I mean, Jimmy's injury, it, it's changed them. I, Kyle Lowry. I mean, I, I think, but you can't count on Kyle right now. I mean, if, if I, I don't even, has how many games has he played? Um, I, I look at their, I look at their roster and it, it's good enough to be good enough. Yeah. But will they win? It's not that, an NBA Finals roster. That's that's and that's the question. Kyle Lowry's only played fifty games, you know. Like and and, and when he plays, he's really good. Yeah, but are you going to say the same thing about uh, what's his face for the Heat? Can't remember Jimmy. No, 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 no. The center, center. Can't remember his name now. Bam Adebayo. Yeah, Bam. Bam's yeah. missed some time this year. Bam's missed a lot of time. He's only played forty-two games. Well, how I many mean, Jimmy plays? Jimmy played most of the year. Uh, Jimmy has, but now he's got this injury. Jimmy's played forty-six games. So, I mean, wow. their their stars have missed time, and they're still number one in the East. Yeah. I mean, it's it is it'll be interesting to see how this all comes down to it. Tonight's a huge moment in time in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, must I'm, watch TV. Man. I mean, Brooklyn and the Sixers is as good as it gets. So, uh, make sure you hit subscribe. Um, we're giving away a PS5 that's sitting back here, but not there. And you get five to one if you buy one of our T-shirts. Yeah, um, so do it. DM me. It's not hard. Yeah. Somebody was asking about the first shirt. Which shirt is better, the first shirt or the second shirt? Well. Because um, the other day somebody was asking about. So here's the second so shirt. So here's the second shirt, the you're a casual shirt. Um, we're about halfway through those. And Eric DeVera was like, hey, man, you said you were going to send me a shirt, bro. Okay, well, DM Jake. He'll send you one. Um, but this is the sec. This is the first shirt, and the first shirt's always the goat, right? I mean, the first shirt that you do is usually the goat. But I'm 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 kind of partial to the you're a casual shirt. I don't know. Either one. Put it to a vote in the comments. Yeah, you know, you know, either one gets you five to one entries. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple of the first shirt left. We have about half of our stock on the. Uh, Second shirt left, so just DM Jake. I'm telling you, I don't want to hear when we when we give away this PlayStation Five. I don't want to hear. Oh well, you know, I didn't buy a shirt. How did I not win? Buy a shirt, dude. 
paid, I'm telling you. A paid listener says, you guys are awesome. Thanks for sharing your points of view with us and never being wrong. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yes. You know, include your this mailing address. fucking America. Somebody called themselves paid listener. Yeah. Okay. Apparently. That's fine. Uh, let's get some of your thoughts in here because then we got to get to the NFL. Rudy Sanchez says, morning, fellas. CenturyLink came back to life Dude, for you I guys Dude, I swear today. to God. I swear to God. Don't because they'll – I, Rudy, they're going to um, hear you. Dude. They're going to hear you. Uh, Edgar Garcia says, morning, players. Scott Howard says, morning. Q Sam says, hello. Hello. Dane, Dane says, oh, shiz, I need to get my OG one. Yep. Uh, Scott Howard says, uh, Monteism befuddled. How the F you going to guard Desmond Bain? Giannis <laughs> Ante, your dumb dad's ass. <laughs> I like it, Scott. I do. Tanner Plummer says, hey, guys, 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 guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't believe Carson Wentz got traded to Washington. Hey, guys. Well, Washington's going to be Philadelphia twice a year every year hey guys. that he's there. I'm telling Well, no, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Eric DeVera says, I still want the Monty Show shirt. You promised me. Well, DM the dude. Yeah. George Mashiki Kaya. Hello, guys. Good morning. Good morning, George. Dwayne Boone. Dwayne Boone. Dwayne. Says, good morning, guys. Mavericks beat the Jazz, then lose big to Houston. Houston. I'm telling you that Houston, dude, everybody thinks that Houston is just some dumpster fire. And I know the record kind of says that, but but this is a team that can beat you and will yeah. beat you, dude. They will beat you and take it to you. Yep. Uh, Scott Howard says, as a Bronco fan, stoked about Russell Wilson. Um, Duane Boone. Duane. That's how we're going to say your name from now on. Duane says, Gobert had a mismatch several times last night, yet Mitchell didn't pass it inside to him. Hey. We've talked about this a lot. We have. Eric DeVere says they should play Rudy Gay as how they played Niang, as he is better than Niang anyway. I don't know that Rudy Gay is better than George Niang. Is he capable of being better? Yes. But has he been? No. 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 No, no. Frank H. says, what a joke. Win by 40 and young guys still ride the bench. Well, I mean, not a, no starters played more than 24 minutes. Their mindset, you know? I, but I get what you're saying there. I mean, the, the mindset of the coaching staff is not to play the young guys not aggressively. Not at all. You know, Not at and, all. And, and it, I agree. They could have, they could have easily pushed the young guys to 20 minutes last night and they didn't do it. And it's fine. I guess. Uh, Mr. E says win or lose. Mike Conley became washed. Danny Ainge ever try to trade him. I doubt it. I, I, he, it is. And I know I say this a lot, but I mean, the guy just can't finish in the paint right now. I don't know my, it does not look like Mike Conley's got his legs under him. I don't know that to be fact. Um, but he just looks like a guy. He is not a, a good finisher at the rim anymore. Which is odd because he had been. Yeah. And, you know, when it goes, it goes, I guess. Uh, that That is easy. Ben Simmons is a decoy point. Pass to Kyrie or Durant. Let them operate the score, then run back and play defense. Facts. I disagree with that. Uh, comment dub. Monir Abroyaya. Sure it is. Uh, hey, guys, do you think Mike is a weak spot in the current Utah team? Hey, guys. I think Mike Conley is a 3 and D guy. Um, his defense is still serviceable, even though he's having trouble getting through picks. But Mike Conley's still an elite three-point shooter, and there's absolutely value in this team for that. Yeah, I mean, he can get he can get you a quick twelve points. I mean, he can. And like, by the way, he also is a is a really good pick and roll guy. He's also a that's very good what driving I think his highest guy. and best use is is pick and roll. And and I would again, and, and I'm not trying to hate on Rudy, but I would love for this team to have the option of pick and roll, throw it to Rudy. The defense collapses and he kicks it because, again, I think one of the bright spots of this team right now is Bogdanovich. He's been shooting it well. He feels like Very he's much in rhythm, so. in a groove. Very like, much so. He looks great. And so I would love to see some sets where 
Conley and Gobert run the pick and roll with Don on on the strong side wing and Bogey's in the weak side corner and and Rudy just kicks it to him. That's a wide open look. Tyler Hopkins says the Lakers wouldn't be bad if they would have dealt Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but they didn't. And and I think that's a tough thing too, because because the deal that they would have had to make to get John Wall, you know, in that that situation with Houston, that was not a great deal for the Lakers. But it almost feels no. like they should have taken the deal. Like it just it cost point. it cost some money. I mean, it, it well, just they would have had face, to dude. add. I think it would have added six million dollars to their payroll and twelve to their luxury tax. Like that's not well. nothing. I know it's not nothing, That's a but lot you're the of Lakers, money. and sometimes you got to dig yourself out of a hole, you know? Yep. Eric Tavares says, uh, Lakers' issue is ego uh, on comfortability. These vets don't want to push past what they had been comfortable to do over the years. I don't know. I think Carmelo, Carmelo and LeBron James are working their asses off. I mean, LeBron's running the floor as well. as I, have, I, I don't know how he's doing it. He is playing really good basketball. The problem is the other guys that you have playing well – they're not Austin Reeves is not a superstar Malik and even Monk. like Malik Monk Malik Monk's a secondary player on most teams he's a bench guy um but you're asking him to start and play big con- contributing minutes and, and again the issue is that Anthony Davis is hurt and you can't count on him yep you know when when you're sitting over there on the bench in you know leather shoes mm-hmm. you're, you're you're no good to anybody after the street clothes I mean yeah when you're over there in your street clothes you're no good to anybody so yeah. that's really their biggest issue, you know. It, it just it hurts. Um, James Knight says, "Are you guys on the Mexican spinach this morning?" It has been kind of a lighter morning, you know. Like I don't understand that reference at all. It's a, it's marijuana, okay. Weed, okay. Weed. What about it? Marijuana. J- the Mary Jane. <coughs> Jake did a huge uh, paper <coughs> his senior year in high school. Yeah. About the impact of marijuana on the brain. I'm sorry if you're offended by that. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, don't Remember, bring- in the Bay Area where hey pot man. is like everywhere. Hey, man. Uh, smoke dope. Shrink your rope. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> hey, guys. Eric Tavares says the Heat is now the jazz of the East. Could be. Uh, not sure if you guys know, but you had no audio the first five minutes of this show. Is that true? I- Nobody has said that. Is that Shoot tr- me. Come on, man. Shoot me, dude. Uh, that that That's not great. We'll look at that. I, if that's true, I apologize. Is that actually true? I hope not. I hope not. Uh, and Garcy says, "Made uh, maybe a couple of years ago, gay would have been a great would have been great for us." Spencer Morgan, what's up with you? He says, "Mismatch don't matter when you're doing uh, in post entry pass to Rudy. The result is almost always bad." I would agree. Yep. Uh, Devorian Ruzvan Julista says did the jazz play tonight they didn't no they had no, they were off you jazz are done for the year they don't play anymore yeah games. oh snap you guys actually showed up today jeff johnson says Dude, d- okay do you want do you want to get into it right now we can get into it if you want to if you want to we can jeff please we will get into it we will and garcy says what happened yesterday well let's see uh woke up it snowed okay so let's the issue- settle this right now <laughs> <laughs> the issue yesterday is we have CenturyLink. And so if you fart in the house, the internet stops working. I'll drop that mother um, <laughs> If you flush the toilet in our house, the internet doesn't work. Um, if the sun rises in the east, the internet doesn't work. Um, if Mike Conley's hurt in the playoffs, the internet doesn't work. Um, you know. It's garbage. It's garbage. And it's super frustrating. 
and, and we pay a lot of money for super fast unbelievable internet that's not super fast and not unbelievable yeah it's terrible like on like Dude, we have a whole bit today that we're going to get to about crappy customer service. Yesterday was a day for really bad customer service. Because it's garbage. There's nothing we can do. Like, we wake up probably three, three, four times a year with no internet. And there's no reason for it. And you call them and they're like, oh, hey, man, thanks for being a valued member of the Century League family. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, hey, Century Link, uh, good morning. Hey, my internet's not working. Well, uh, this is inaccurate. You know, we're really, we appreciate that you guys are here. And, you know, do you know that you have gigabyte speed on all of your devices? And you can, you can stream Hulu and you can watch porn. So one person can be playing video games live online. Another person can be over here pleasuring themselves. (laughs) And then another person can be watching Netflix. And you get gigabyte speed for all of it. Thanks. Uh, but hey, my internet doesn't work. Well, we know. Uh, we appreciate you being a valued member of our of our family. Did you pay your bill? Okay, fuck you. Do, do you want to pay your bill now? We can pay. We can take extra money from you. <laughs> like that's the that's what happens when you call them. Hey, man, I'm really glad you're part of the CenturyLink family. Hey, guys. Um, we don't know why the CenturyLink family. We, we don't know why your internet doesn't work. We don't know when it's going to come back, and really, we're not sure that it will come back. Hello. Not available now. But by the way, you're past due by like 13 minutes. So if you could make a payment right now, that'd be great. I got kids to feed. I don't give a baker's fuck. They don't care. They don't they care. They don't. Dude, they don't. CenturyLink is one of the lowest rated customer service. And by the way, well, hey, Monty, maybe instead of eating potato chips all day, you could get a new internet provider. Hey, fuckstick. I want to talk to yeah, Perhaps I, we can arrange a meet. I have an HOA that doesn't let me have any other internet provider. It's really unfair. <laughs> Somebody said that yesterday on Twitter. Well, hey, I don't know if you know this. It's a free market system. You could get another internet provider. Really? There's. Are you? Wait. Are you what? saying? Hold on. Hold what? on. Wait a minute. Are you saying that CenturyLink is not the only internet provider in Utah? Are you sure? Wow. Somebody forgot to tell the Daybreak HOA that. Because I don't have a choice. Come on, get another internet provider. Fuck you. <laughs> Suckmyass.com. You want to see you want to see me rage? Walk up to me. Hey, Monty, good to see you. Love the show. Get a new internet provider. It will be the last words you ever speak. Hey, man. I'll drop that money. Oh. Fat Jesus says your CenturyLink router wears a white headband. Dude. And this is the other part of it. Thank you. So then we have an internet guy come out because, oh, audio issues here. No audio. No audio. Okay, we got to fix this problem. Internet guy comes out. Not affiliated with CenturyLink. Nope. Small local business. Wi-Fi pros or whatever they're called. Comes out. Does whatever he did. Internet works great. Oh, until CenturyLink is out and doesn't and do admittedly, their job. And admittedly, the $833 we paid for Homie to come out, he did a great <laughs> job. Cleaned up. Our panel is literally right here on the other side of Mike's butthole. Mike's um, butthole. <laughs> Dude. It's literally on the other side of this wall. Cleaned it up. I mean, it looks great. Super fast internet. And then CenturyLink, oh, you fixed your, oh, your problem's solved? Okay, let us do some work. We'll take care of that. Butthole. You don't have any problems? Oh, we can create some. Oh, it snowed. Turn off everyone's internet. God, (laughs) dude. It's so frustrating, man. Anyway. Dane says, I fully know your daybreak internet pain. Thank you. Bro. Thank you. 
All right. So can we let's talk NFL quarterbacks before we talk about the treadmill thing? Go home. Because the treadmill thing was a huge problem. Um, so what quarterback situation? Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I've been immunized. Aaron goes back to uh Aaron goes back to Green, Green Bay. Bay. Are you at all surprised by that? No. Because I'm not at all surprised by that. No. Like it's a thing where I feel like that was where Aaron was going to go from the from the the jump. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is literally the perfect media headline situation story, and he yes. likes that. He enjoys that. Like Aaron Rodgers enjoys being uh, the the lead story on segment. Get Up. Yeah, like every day, every day, dude. And it's like, like he wasn't going to go to the 49ers or some other no. team. No. He wanted to get his money out of Green Bay and go back. And no matter if they win or lose, dude's going to get paid. And whether Shailene Woodley is on his boat or not doesn't really matter because he's gotten is, paid. Is on his boat a euphemism for something? Well, <laughs> I yeah. mean, it could be. Yeah. I'm not sure what the Cougar thing's about. Yeah. Anyway, my point is no brainer. Okay, great. Uh, Russell Wilson is a main, main top topic of conversation here because I've always been a big Russ supporter, but I also feel like the last two years he has not been an elite quarterback. And I think that I think that a lot of his performance was his heart was not in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, he very clearly over the last two seasons had checked out on them. Go and I think part of it is that they don't give him an offensive line. Rashard Penny has been a huge bust for them. Yeah. And since Skittles left, they've had trouble running the Skittles. football. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, since Marshawn left, they've had trouble running the ball consistently. Um, he has had, you know, I mean, obviously with Lockett and, you know, some of the other talent that's been there and now – I mean, you just have a fucking unit at wide receiver, but I mean, though he's had I'm a fucking unit. He's had mediocre talent at wide receiver at times, and uh, then you know, obviously they fix that through the draft. But I look at what Seattle has been the last two years. Their defense is, has not been the same. Their offensive line has not been the same. And I think it was it was time two years ago to move him. Yeah, they're an average-ass team right now. Yeah. I and mean, that's just what it is. But I, I also think that this was a really smart move. A, you got him out of the conference. You got him out of the division. Um, and he didn't wind up in, in Green Bay, where a lot of people thought. He didn't wind up in Oakland, where a lot of people thought. Yeah. He wound up with a team in, in Denver that desperately needed a quarterback and was willing to pay to get that. Yeah. And I think that the Seahawks, while they waited too long – Made the move. And now the question is, what is Russell Wilson's topside right now? Because you don't often recapture your 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 best form. When you're an older aging quarterback who's played a lot of football in this league now, everybody forgets that Russell Wilson's not young anymore. And my question is, like, how much does Russell Wilson have left in the tank? I think he's still got a good bid. I mean, I, I think that the, the problem is and what worries you is he got hit a lot in Seattle. You know, he, he that, again, as you were pointing out, that offensive line wasn't good at all, so he took he took punishment, you know. But I also think that Russell Wilson has the clutch gene. He has like he has made significant play after significant play, and I think that, um, you know, he needed he definitely needed a fresh start. He needed a change of scenery, and the question is just simply going to be what what Denver is willing to do to win a Super Bowl because now the the truth is is that Russell Wilson makes you an immediate contender. The deal is, though, you traded, you know, you've traded your Von Miller level guy away now. You know, now 
you're in a place where you got to figure out this defense a little bit. And I, and I know that everyone's like, oh, well, they got a lot of young talent and X, Y, and Z, and everything's going to be great. But young talent doesn't mean that you're a good football team. Execution means you're a good football team. And, and, and I don't believe that they're all of a sudden going to wake up tomorrow in week one and start executing. You know, so that's what I think is going to be really interesting to watch. What does Russell Wilson's impact on this franchise look like? And by the way, well, I do think his 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 legacy is on the line here. You're, you're getting one final best chance to to be remembered as 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 one of the better quarterbacks of your generation. Because being the best is over. That's well, over. I think you look at their four best defensive players as well. Um, Bobby Wagner's gone. That's 170 tackles, the second leading tackler on this football team. And where does he go? I think that's a really interesting question. I, I, there's everybody's after him, so that'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I think you look at Quadre Diggs as a free agent, and Jamal Adams is perpetually on the move. Yeah. I mean, the identity of this team completely changed this year. I mean, and, and I again, I understand that you needed to do this. I just hate the way the Seahawks handled it. Yeah. I mean – you cost in in my and this is just my opinion. You cost Russell Wilson two of the best years of his career. Yeah, and you didn't support him, and so I'm not really sure what you were hanging on to. Well, and I think you know everyone wants to reference the hey you passed it instead of handing it off to Marshawn play in the Super Bowl there. And so like to me like if you're Russell Wilson, I don't know how you remember Seattle. You know from from his point not of view, I mean, probably not fondly. Not right? fondly. I mean, you're like hey man, like I wasted several years of my career you know, didn't win that second Super Bowl. Like, you know, it, it just isn't, it's not what you want. And and that's why I say for him, I think it's, it's an okay. Like if I had to grade it out, I, I'd call it a, a B minus move because simply because yes, you got your fresh start, which is great, but did you go to a Super Bowl contender? No, you didn't. And now you're going to have to figure out how to build that thing and take them and carry them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I by the way, by the way, good luck in the AFC West. I Again, mean, if you yeah. look at the, yeah. the if you look at the quarterbacks, my guy, that freaking sex machine, I'm a fucking unit, Justin Haybear. I'm for real. Hey baby, um, I mean, you got Russ in Denver now. Obviously, you got um, you know, soft Patty Mahomes in Kansas City. What do the Raiders do? I mean, because there's a lot of people who think the Raiders aren't done. I mean, they wanted Aaron Rodgers missed. They wanted Russell Wilson missed. I mean, are you I, at some point Derek Carr is going to be good enough to be your Hucklebearer, right? I mean, apparently it'll be interesting to see what what happens. But I mean, that division's loaded. But and by the way, the San Francisco 49ers have done absolutely nothing with Jimmy G. Yeah, which is really interesting to me because when you also look around the AFC and there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the AFC, like you know, you're you're also talking about. Joe Burrow and and a lot of other talented guys and I think that yeah you know I agree with you it was smart to ship Wilson out to the AFC I completely agree with that logic you know you, you had to do it but you know I I think that and again I under I, I want to make this clear yeah I, I understand why they did it yeah I don't think it's a bad move but I agree yeah. with you that it's two years too late you should have done it when when Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers were in the height of their issues. You it's been taken five years since they've been truly relevant as a championship contender. Like, I mean, wasn't one of the best NFC matchups every year when Green Bay would go to Seattle and those two would battle it out? Yeah, Green Bay, Seattle, Green Bay, San Francisco. Like, I mean, you've had some... But the problem is, and this is the philosophical thing we always talk about. I was just talking about this at work yesterday. Is it good enough just to compete? No. 
It's not for not, the best in the league. It's not. It's not good enough just to compete. It's it, and this is the problem with Aaron Rodgers. So then you look at what happened in Indianapolis yesterday. Yeah, boy. And it, or two days ago now, and you ship out Carson Wentz. That's it, Skippy. And, yeah, and, but let's be real clear about Carson Wentz because I think this is a really important moment in time uh-huh. for Indianapolis. Carson Wentz is not an elite quarterback. Let's just be very clear about this. Yeah. You're not an elite quarterback who changes teams, it feels like, every year. Right. That's not what elite quarterbacks do. Aaron fucking Rodgers is still in Green Bay because he's one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. You're Aaron fucking Rodgers. That's why he got the extension he got. But Washington made a very good move here. Yeah. Trading for Carson Wentz. Now, if that's all you do to upgrade this team, it's not good enough. But Carson Wentz along with some other pieces into that Washington system, they're a a contender to win that division Mm -hmm. because we now know that Jerry Jones fathers children out of wedlock. Um, There was a lawsuit yesterday from a 25-year-old woman that says that he's been her father and they've never spoken on the phone. um, Now, granted, he's financially supported the woman who he had the, you know, whose box he pounded and whose garden he fertilized. I think that's helpful. You know. Anyway, the point is that Dallas Cowboys are always drama-filled, right? I don't think there's any doubt. And and this is what I say about Carson Wentz, and everybody can get all up in a jock sniff thing if you want. Up in a jock sniff. <laughs> I'm telling you, Carson Wentz is no worse than any other quarterback in this division, and that includes Dak Prescott. Mm. And if you're telling me that, hey, Daniel Jones, oh, you know, like. So to be clear, to be clear. You're not saying that that he's better than Dak. You're just not saying that he's somehow way below Dak. I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. But I'm telling you Dak Prescott ain't better than Carson Wentz here right now today. Yeah. Because Dak Prescott was a massive problem for the Dallas Cowboys last year. Yeah. And if you look at Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, who might be the starter. I mean, they don't fucking want him to be their starter, but well, the he funny is, thing is on accident. Dude, they sort don't of. catch footballs. That's the funny thing. How many times did he hit somebody in the hands and they didn't catch the damn ball? But but this is what I'm telling you. Is Carson Wentz an elite quarterback? No, no. he's not. Not by anybody's description or imagination. You can do a lot worse than Carson Wentz. He can get you to the playoffs, though. And this what but this was the thing about Indianapolis. There were all that talk. I want to say that they were in on Matt Ryan at one point. Yes, and yes. Indy's this and that. You had Carson Wentz. You chose to let him throw the ball. You have one of the best running backs in the NFL right now and in, in Jonathan Taylor behind him, right? You have I, I just wait, are we talking about Indianapolis or Seattle? I well because I can't tell the difference. But I'm telling you, Russell Will when's the when how many truly elite quarterbacks are there in this league? Because I could make the argument that right now today <laughs> Okay, the pool of elite uh, quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford has Matthew to be there. Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. Those four I don't me, think Joe Burrow's in that conversation. I don't. I, well, I I don't know how you're saying he's not in the I look at well, but because he Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. Well fuck, I'm taking Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a far better quarterback than Joe is Burrow he? right now. Yes. Is he? Who's yes. been to the Super Bowl? Well, that has nothing to do with it the quarterback. It does have everything in most to cases. do with it. Nah, dude. I don't think Come so. Come on, bro. Come I don't on. think so. I I think that Cincinnati had anyway, I'm taking Josh Allen over Joe Burrow, and I love smoking Joe, but right now today. I'm taking. I'm. I'm not taking Joe Burrow. I think when you look at when you look at the elite quarterbacks around the NFL, I don't know that there's an elite quarterback outside of Patrick Mahomes in the in the AFC. 
I, I think Josh Allen is that guy. He is as close to that guy as you're going to get. But if you think about it, Buffalo, Josh Allen. New England, Miami, the Jets, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Houston, Jacksonville, the Raiders. It is my guy Justin Herbert elite? Not yet, he's not. Like, there's one elite quarterback in the AFC, and it's Josh Allen. Well, and Patrick. Patrick, well, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Okay, Patrick two, Mahomes. Two, two. Two. And Patrick Mahomes, but one thing that's yes, Patrick Mahomes is elite. Although he had a rough year. Let's Patrick, not let's not beat around the bush. Patrick Mahomes is elite. Yeah. My bad. He's elite. But is he going up or is he going down? I think this year right here determines that. This he's, past year he he's was gotta going have down. a huge year. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, his life is is starting to impact his football. Because this whole thing with his I don't if it's his girlfriend, his wife, whatever his wife. And his brother and what's the story? They're they're distractions. Yeah. Like they're uh, they're social media people, and we're influencers. Buy our shit, U.S. Americans. Like they're becoming a problem for and him. And his brother is a celebrity now. Yeah, they're yeah, routinely yeah. on the wrong side of the news cycle. Yeah, and I think he's distracted. And by the way, I think Kansas City is getting to that Seattle point. <clears throat> yeah. Seattle, Legion of Boom, Marshawn God, Lynch. those were good days, weren't they? Well, Kansas City, Chiefs Kingdom, Travis Kelsey's hung like a steer. Like, look how fast Tyree Kill is when he's running from the cops after beating his kid. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, I guess I'll have to figure something out. But now you're not that team anymore. That was probably over the top. When he's running <laughs> from the cops. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Keep it real. I'm not a Tyreek Hill fan. What are people saying? What, what have we got in the comments? I don't know. I haven't looked at the comments in a while. Love you all. Uh, Spencer Morgan says, move out to Eagle Mountain. I have had direct com fiber for almost 10 years, and the only time it went out, thank you, is when a construction crew accidentally cut the wires. Okay. Uh, Josh Lovern says, AFC West, Wilson, Mahomes, Herbert, and Carr. Yeah, good quarterbacks. Uh, Seahawks hadn't reached beyond the divisional round since 2014. I agree. Yeah. Fat Jesus says no Kyler Murray uh, in, in on the list of elites. Nah, nah man. Nah. Nah. I'm good. nah. Top He's just a hack. Top ramen. You're, okay, I want to see your birth certificate, Obama. That's not your name. Uh, no, Not super fast and not unbelievable, kind of like Rudy's back to the basket game. Yeah. Wow. You know. Wow. Uh, my, you play basketball? Can you dribble? No. Um, Jeff Johnson says San Francisco is screwed in their quarterback situation. I'm telling you, Jimmy G should be the starter for one more year. Yeah. Well, it's not going to happen. You know the odd thing though about Trey Lance? Did you guys see how many he, he has got like, he's top 10 in Vegas for MVP yeah. next season for betting. Like he's top 10 and there's a lot of people who have them go to the Super Bowl. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I don't know. Man. I mean, I understand the AFC West is going to be trash next year i think people I mean, are counting on him um having learned a lot from jimmy g and coming out and being a sensation as a quarterback and i just i don't know i'm not there i think the the cardinals are in disarray i don't know what you get out of kyler because they're not going to extend him yeah it wouldn't appear um i think the rams i mean they're going to have some work to do with the cap and and with talent That'll be interesting. I don't know. Odell Beckham was such a big part of their offense the second half of the year. Can't say all they did. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what the 49ers do here. I mean, I, there's a that division is up for grabs. I mean, obviously, you're going to lean on the Rams. They just won a Super Bowl, right? So you're going to lean on the Rams. Yeah, I but mean, I think that's this, not a certainty dude, at all. This coming year, it's a two-team division. 
It's the Cardinals and the Rams because the 49ers have quarterback issues. Uh, the Seahawks, obviously, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, you know, the Rams are really – yeah, you're right. What they do with the talent and the cap is going to be really interesting to see because they have all these guys who – who just won this Super Bowl and now are thinking about retirement or this or that and the other. Like, you know, I, I just think that it's an interesting time. So Yeah, but Jeff makes a good point. He says, how do you learn anything from Jimmy G? I don't think you're trying – I just – here's my question on Trey Lance. Is he ready? I don't know if you know he's ready until you give him a sh- chance to prove he's ready. And maybe you just don't have the luxury of, of waiting. Yeah, you don't have the – it doesn't matter if he's ready or not. you got to put him on the field. Like, it's time, you know? Well, the chances they've given him, he has not been stellar. No, he's not. But he also, again, this is the Jared Butler conversation, right? If you're not going to put the guy on the floor and he's going to turn it over, how are you going to be mad at him? But no, it's different in the NFL. I guess. Because the problem is, no, it's it's different in the NFL. You're not insulated as a quarterback in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you can say, okay, I'm going to put a guy at corner out there and we can, you know, I'll move a safety over. We'll linebacker underneath. You know, like there's... You can you can scheme a shitty cornerback, right? A young cornerback who's learning. You can scheme a guard who's. You can scheme. You can't scheme a quarterback who sucks, right? Right. And when a quarterback is young and they can't come in and they can't deliver the football, that's a real problem for your team. And the other thing with the 49ers is they're good enough to win the NFC Championship. They're good enough to win the NFC Championship and play for a Super Bowl if Trey Lance doesn't suck. Yeah. Because if you hand him the keys to the car and Jimmy G all of a sudden is somewhere other than San Francisco, all of a sudden it becomes a real problem for you and Trey Lance is a hole in your armor. Yeah. So now you it's it's that's why I say it's different than playing Jared Butler 15 minutes a night. Okay. It's it's just it's very different. And I don't know that San Francisco is ready to lose. Because I think there's a real chance if you start if you start Trey Lance, he's gonna turn the football over. Well, yeah, for sure. So how do you compensate for that? You know, like, I, I just don't know. I don't know. But this division, fuck this Kyler Murray thing. It's dumb, number one. And, and anybody that followed us in Phoenix, I, I, I would love it if you would back me up on this. We told you the size wasn't the biggest issue with Kyler. He's an odd dude. Me? He isn't friends with his teammates. And again, I get it. Rudy and Donovan don't get along. Okay, cool. He doesn't hang out with his teammates ever. And in, in in a locker room with 70 other guys, yeah, you don't have any friends on your team? Like, that's weird. He doesn't want to talk to the media. He's a helmet on during press conference guy. He is, it's weird. He is a weird personality. Yeah. He is... He's probably not an asshole, but he's certainly in, an introvert. I mean, he likes Kyler Murray a lot. And, Kyler he, likes Kyler. and the issue, if you don't know, Kyler Murray has essentially said, pay me or I'm out. Well, you can't be out because you're under contract and you're short and you haven't really won anything because. And you lost in embarrassing fashion. And you didn't perform in, under pressure. And, you know, Aaron Donald came and crawled up your butt. Like, yeah. that's what happened. <laughs> right. Like you, you got owned. What's up, motherfuckers? Right. Like you got owned. And now you want to demand a new contract? Like, it's a mess. It's, you are fake. It's a mess. Yeah. I, so until that's figured out, they're not winning anything. And by the way, you extended Cliffy and, and Drunky the Clown. <clears throat> Which, yeah, I have my thoughts so, on that. So, yeah. you know, my point is, anyway. Good talk. Tanner Good talk. Plummer says, oh boy, here comes the Monty I told you so session. Hey, guys.
Well, that's every day on this. Hey show. guys, you know, two different sports. A point guard playing 15 minutes is different impact than a quarterback playing 10 minutes. Yeah. Shut up until you're 25. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> that's an inside joke. Monty just said 80, 99 used Kyler as a puppet. He did. He did. He did. He did dude. with his whole arm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, Cody Strickland says, what's up, boys? You guys called in sick yesterday to hit the mountain. No, I wish. No, actually, that's we didn't. tomorrow. Yeah. I wish we had hit the mountain. Seriously, we're off tomorrow because we're going snowboarding. Yeah, I like hitting it. Yep. All right. All right. Okay. Can we talk about. So if you're just tuning in yesterday, we missed our show because of CenturyLink. We had no Internet. It snowed. They were like, hey, man, uh, good to see you. Thanks for making your $169 payment every month. Um. Don't you love how fast the internet is when it works? <clears throat> yeah. So the internet didn't work yesterday. Uh, we will be off tomorrow because we're going snowboarding. Uh, back on Monday. But we had some customer service issues yesterday. So, you know, I ordered a Bowflex treadmill. A T10. That was supposed to be delivered Tuesday. Right. And you were, admittedly... You were excited about this thing, it seemed like. Really excited. Like, you were like, all right, this is great. Everything's awesome. I had the, the, the romantic music on. I had some wine. Like, the lube was out. Like, I was ready for this treadmill. Yeah. I don't know why everything is a sex joke today. It just is. Seems um, like a great opportunity to slurp and splash. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday late afternoon. Um... Tuesday night, nothing. Dude. Then at 9.30 on Tuesday night, ding! They, what? They texted me at 9.30 on Tuesday night. 9.30! Oh, hey, man, we're really sorry, bro. Hey, um, there were some issues today, and um, we'd like to make that good a week from today. What? We're really sorry. We know you're fat and you're trying to burn calories, Dubby. Dude. Look, 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 Chubbs. The, a week won't hurt your fat loss journey, fat ass. Here's what's going to happen, Taco. We'll be there a week from today to drop off your T10. No, you won't. So I said, return to sender. Please don't contact me again. That's how I responded to the text. And she said, are you sure? And I was like, yes, very and so I called, it, it was in that moment dude, that I called Bowflex and they're like, hey, thanks for calling Bowflex. We're closed. Keep it real. We're closed because we got your money already. I really hate that about this world. So then yesterday morning, I called Bowflex and they were like, hey, Chubbs, how's the T10 treating you? And I'm like, you really don't know that we didn't get that delivered. He goes, well, it shows that it, uh, oh, yeah, it shows it didn't get delivered. What happened? <laughs> so I tell him, and they're like, okay, well, we'll make sure it's at your door today. And I said, no, I already told them to re uh, you know, return to sender. Please refund my money. Well, let's talk about this. The guy says to me, let's talk about this. Dude. Hey, sir. Hey, 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 bud. Hey, hey, man, look. Well, let's talk about it. I'm a good yeah, listener. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah, man, let's talk about it. Look, you're fat and you eat too much, so well, you need a treadmill. Let's talk about it. I'm a good listener. You need a treadmill, Chubbs. You know, we got to get that fuda off of you. You think you know it all. <laughs> so that's not what they said. I know you find that hard to believe, but 
So I call them. They're like, hey, let's talk about this. And I said, there's nothing to talk about. I want a refund and I want well, it now. Let's talk about it. I want it now. Then <laughs> she's like, well, you did 36 months, zero financing. So it's going to take five to seven business days. I want it. And I said, okay, well, I'd like you to send me an email where it says that the, the transaction's been canceled and you're going to refund my money. And he's like, well, we need to get the piece of equipment back first. And I said, well, I don't fucking have it because nobody delivered it. And then his tone changed. It was amazing. When I, because I, I, I tend to curse a little bit. You may know that. What? Yeah. You may, what? You may know that. So I, I, I said to the guy, well, I don't fucking have it because they didn't deliver it. Bet you weren't expecting this one. <laughs> and so then he starts talking about, well, okay, make sure. And this, this is where I almost lost my shit, but I kept it together. I was really you kept it together. I was really proud of myself. Right. He's like, okay, well, make sure that you mark on each package. And I said, hey, I never got the treadmill. They cut people's heads off. Dick. I, I said, I never got it. I can't write on the box. That's yeah, quite enough. We get and it. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I said to the guy, have you not heard a thing I've said? And he goes, I didn't understand that you didn't receive shipment. Oh, sure. And I said to him, okay, well, let me say it as plainly as I can. They no call, no show. They never delivered the treadmill. I don't have it. I want a refund today. And yeah, from, take it. See ya. from he's like, he, and he says, okay, well, um, you know, I'll call you back later this afternoon. No, and I stopped won't. him cold. I was like, no, actually you won't. You'll refund my money right now. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I need to reach out to the shipper to confirm. I'm like, okay, so now you're calling me a liar. Mm. And he's like, well, you seem upset. I'm like, no, I'm upset. You won't refund my money. Um, so we talked for like three more minutes. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this. So he went through his thing. And like 10 seconds later, I got an email saying your order has been canceled. Your refund is being um, processed. And it's like, dude, why didn't you just do this in the first place? You do have this knack for just annoying the living hell out of me. So then. <laughs> then. So, so then. I called Peloton. And in about three and a half minutes, I had ordered a treadmill, two 30-pound dumbbells. And they're like, hey, yeah, bro, no problem. Um, we'll have it there a week from today. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And then I realized I forgot to give him a promo code that I had gotten in an email. My wife had gotten an email. Called him. I was like, yeah, no problem. Let's apply that. Saved me 300 bucks. And also, by the way, did I mention that Peloton send, delivers it in a Peloton van with two white, white bros who clearly lift that will drop it down in my basement, fully assemble it, teach me how to use it? What is there Do to talk you about? even lift? So Peloton, who has a shitty CEO that they fired and is almost out of business, is still giving me far better customer service than Bowflex who uses ABF Freight to install their, their treadmills. Are we clear on that? Okay, I feel better. Hey, I, I think it's dumb. I think it's frustrating, so. You know. Eric Devere says, don't hate on CenturyLink customer service reps. They are good people working for a company that has limited solutions. I used to work for CenturyLink, and you, wanna, and you want to help, but just no options. Glad I left. The, the lady says to me on the phone yesterday, well, man, I hope you're – she." I'm like, hey, my, my internet's not working again. And she's like, well, I hope you're enjoying your, your gigabyte speed of internet. 
Let me look into this. And then she leaves me on hold for like five minutes. And she's like, well, I don't show any outages in your area, sir. Have you reset your router? I'm like, yeah, I reset. That's the first thing I did. And she's like, well, whatever. Screw you. <laughs> you Dude. call. Here's my point. This is not like every time I call CenturyLink, they're like, I hope. And this is what pisses me off. I hope you're enjoying your gigabyte of speed. And it's like, why do you say that to me when I'm calling you about an outage? Yeah. What it, I, my my hey my gigabyte of speed is not working. Am I enjoying this? Like the last time our internet was out. Yeah. On their map, on their stupid app, which never fucking works. <laughs> there's no never. outage. They always tell you that. Hey, uh, hmm, my internet doesn't seem to be working. Let me call never. CenturyLink. Hey, yeah, there's no outage in your area. Well, how come mine's not working? And what's the first thing they go to? Well, let me check your balance. Like, don't you, like, I, guy, it's on auto pay. You guys stick your thumb up my butt every month. Come on, man. With, without permission, you just take my money. Like, yep. here, take my money. Every month. You take over my money. Over and over. Right? Yeah. Like, they seriously take my money every month. Auto pay. I don't even think about it. Yep. So why are you looking at my balance, man? You can see right there. I Because I got to believe if you call in the CenturyLink and I have a past due balance, it's like, past due balance, deadbeat, deadbeat. And they're like, oh, hey, you want to make a payment? Let's settle this right now. Assholes. It's frustrating. Tanner says, Monty, you curse? Really? Yeah, I do. Side hey note, guys. I thought the Batman was pretty good. I think Jake needs to play the Joker in the next Batman movie. He would be great. Yep. He is single, you know. Um, no, I'm actually not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where's the Italian? Uh, Fat Jesus says, Kyler Murray wasn't to blame for the Cardinals losses. Just ask him. Yeah, seriously. Exactly. Um, do you guys ever have anything that works out well? No. I do. Like my DirecTV. Old Reliable. 801-424-DISH. Call the Dish Bros. Like my DirecTV works great. Yeah. No problems. Call the Dish Bros. Tell them Monty sent you. iPhone works great. iPhone works great. Well, MacBook sometimes. MacBook works great. Um, You know. Car works great. But like even my iPhone the other day. I, I don't think we've ever talked about this. So, okay. So customer service. So I pay $8 trillion for this rocket ship of an iPhone, right? Hey, okay, well, I need to get into my Amazon seller app. Make sure you shop our Amazon affiliate links in the description below on this podcast or YouTube channel. Thank you. Just take um, a destination. Anyway, okay, just relax. So I log into Amazon. I log into, oh, I know what it was. I wanted to, we're going to LA in April for my mother-in-law's wedding. Yeah. So I wanted to make a reservation at Mastro's Ocean Club in Newport Beach. I want my Dreamberry. I want my Dreamberry and bunk cake. Anyway, um, <laughs> I want it. The point is, um, they use Open Table, um, or you can make a reservation on Yelp. Either way, you have to get a text to confirm a confirmation code. An OTP code, right? Hey, why the hell? My what? My phone isn't getting OTP codes. Can't log into Amazon. Can't get an Open Table reservation. Can't do anything. Right. So I call AT and T, and they're like, "Oh, this isn't our problem." Why don't you go ahead and uh, why don't you why don't you call Amazon? It's You're so fault. fucked. It's their fault. Hey, you're past due. I'm not past due. I auto pay. They get my money every month, right? Same day, every month, same amount. So I call Amazon, and the guy says to me, from India, prick. The guy says to me, "Hey, dude, this is a phone carrier problem." I'm like, "Well, they said to call you." He goes. I have a lot of experience with people calling in about this, and we can troubleshoot it our, on our end, but I'm almost certain it's a phone carrier problem. 
Okay, would you mind if we troubleshot it? Sure, no problem. Hey, do XYZ, WXP, your mom, my dad, your cousin. Hey, guess what? It's a phone carrier problem. Okay, so I call back to AT&T. They're like, boy, I hope you're enjoying your OTP text service. And I doubt your, that. Your lightning fast iPhone that you pay us $8 million for. <laughs> How can we help you, sir? <laughs> can you verify? And then and then it's eight with AT&T, it's like 1,900 verification questions. Yeah. What's your date of birth? Who's your mom? Who was her best What's friend? What's your address? Up? By the way, what was the score on your third math quiz of the first trimester of your third season in fourth, in fourth grade? And can you tell me who the principal's assistant was at the desk in your, your daycare when you were three? What the fuck? Does one thing have to do with hey, the other? Look, we need to we need to verify your identity. Um, if you could count your pubes and call us back with a number. <laughs> so you go through all of the verification stuff. Right. And they're like, okay, how can we help you? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'm not getting these uh, verification texts. Well, I would recommend that you call Amazon. I'm like, hey, I did. I went through the troubleshooting thing. They said this is a common problem with the cell phone carrier. Okay, let me transfer you. And then you get the music. Do, 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 do. Yes. And you're on hold for like 20 minutes. Right. And then you get somebody named Cheryl in Baltimore who's like, okay, I need to verify your identity again. Have you had time to count your pubes, sir? Who the fuck are you? And so you go through the identification process again. And she's like, okay, Tim, I hope you're enjoying your super fast iPhone. Whatever. How can we help you? <laughs> and so you, you tell her the problem. And she's like, oh, you should. And literally, and I knew I was waiting for it. She's like, oh, you should call Amazon. This sounds like an Amazon problem. I know it's not an Amazon problem. <laughs> I'm like, and I said to her, I've been on hold for 20 minutes and I've had two people tell me it's an Amazon problem. And guess what? It's not. And no, I'm not counting my pubes. Fix my phone. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> so she's like, okay, let me look. Not 10 seconds later, I got like 100 texts from Amazon. And she comes back and she's like, okay, it's fixed. I'm like, it, I, I said, so it was your problem. She goes, um, yeah, your data carrier setting pigeon fecal matter tool settings weren't properly adjusted through Bro, the what are you talking about, man? magnetometer and telescope here at AT&T Wireless Blow Me Services. <laughs> it took 10 seconds. Like, and as soon as she put me on hold and it was do, 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 and the music's playing and my phone's like, do, 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 like all these messages coming in. <laughs> oh my God, dude. And so it was fixed and now it's fixed in 10 seconds. And so my guy, Malcolm in India, who was like, Hey, you should cut. He was totally right. Anyway, just joining. We'll watch replay. <laughs> Utah Home Loan says. Um, Tanner says, well, this show worked out pretty great. Yeah. Uh, Eric DeVere says, that's called a script and it is must mention or they get an incident report and you just get, I don't care, man. Yeah. I know? don't, like, I don't care. I'm not complaining about the median mid-level worker. I'm complaining about the company as a whole. You know. Where it's like, oh, your internet's out. Hope you're enjoying that gigabyte of speed. <laughs> And then the other thing they ask you at the end is like, hey, you know, we have a promotion in your area where you pay $9,000 a month to rent this small little shitty router we have over here um, at CenturyLink. Um, 
and we'll give you a discount. Instead of paying $9,000, you'll pay $8,999 for this here shitty router. That Is that a real question? Yeah, that won't work most of the time. Would you like to upgrade? Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, I don't want to upgrade. Okay, well then, would you do us the favor of spending 30 seconds to give us a survey? What are you, Musk? Yeah, sure I would. Have I given you excellent customer service so that you can rate me highly? No, you haven't. <laughs> and I won't rate you highly. Oh, our survey system's currently broken. Thank you. Goodbye. You got to one, marry one, kill one. Go. Right? Like, you have to, and there's nothing. The worst part is there's nothing I can do. Nothing. Because I can't use anybody but CenturyLink. Nothing. Okay, I feel better. Whew. All right. Anyway. Wow. I hope you're enjoying your gigabyte. <laughs> it just is what it is. You know, oh, Mrs. Monty would like to speak. Hi. Did you exercise your demons? I did. I wow. did. I feel, I feel better. What now? I Let hope so. Now. Let me tell you what now. <laughs> but tell me you weren't upset about the treadmill yesterday. It's frustrating. And... You know, we paid extra for this white glove service, and there was not a single white glove in the area. Hey, do you want to upgrade to our white glove installation service? We'll Schemers have, trying we'll, to control their little we'll, world. We'll have truck drivers who who only use forklifts to load freight onto trucks. We'll have them wear white gloves and not really assemble your treadmill that well. And they have yeah. no idea how it works, and they don't know where you should put it. Would you like to pay $350 for that, sir? Not a good question. Fucking assholes. Yeah. I, you know, Peloton's smart. They they have a service. It costs more, but their service is no. impeccable. No, no, no. Well, actually, it costs about the same. It costs nothing extra to have Peloton and their bros who lift that are hot sons of bitches come into your house and set up. And I'm pointing, right, to, like, where, I'm pointing to where the treadmill is going to be. But, like, they don't charge. No. Granted, the tr the, the treadmill is the one of the It's tread. not a treadmill. Yeah, it's a tread, Listen, please. Mrs. Monty, it's, it's not a treadmill. Tread. It's a it's the tread. I'm for it's real. Okay, good morning, <laughs> Pelazonians. Get on your treads and stop being fat. That's it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Dude, I got I got seven hours of quality sleep last night. Y'all wanna so, play. Speaking of Mrs. Besides Monty. Besides me like, giggling yeah, to death. Like I'm trying listen, listen. So I'm I'm I am I am dry humping my body pillow last whoa, night, right? Whoa, Marjorie I, Jane, please. Yeah, her, I, have my, <laughs> I've named my body pillow Marjorie whoa. Jane. I have totally done that. But anyway, so I actually have gotten to the point now where I'm not using my body pillow most nights anymore. Okay, and I think it's probably why I'm sleeping well. But who knows? Whatever. I'll be. She'll be back. It's fine. I like threesomes. Anyway, the point You're is casual. Um, so I'm in bed last night on the super rocket ship bed that was vibrating at the time this happened. Speaking of customer service, <laughs> add it to the list. Oh my god, they they eventually refunded the bed. Yeah. Anyway, the Continue, point is, please. So. Yeah. I send my wife videos all day long. We sit right next to each other. Right. Like we sit this close to each other, right. Mrs. Monty and I, all day. Uh huh. And so I sent her a video of a dog thing yesterday where these dogs are at doggy daycare and there must be a hundred of them. Right. And the guy who works there, who's probably like a dog pedophile, but whatever. <laughs> <putting> the... <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. 
but he puts a camera outside the fence and then opens up the fence in like because the dogs go out into this huge field and they play all day and whatever it is they probably hey get each other's nuts i don't know <laughs> but so he puts a camera right by the fence opens the fence and all the dogs go running by the camera and this one dog who's truly not athletic like stumbles falls and barrel rolls into this camera and it's a, it's funny it's a great shot but my wife watched it on loop like 10 times. So we're laying in bed and she just was laughing uncontrollably. And so I, at this point, I've already looked at like all of my stories for this morning. Like I'm ready to go to bed. Like I'm doing the whole thing where, you right. you know, like you you're holding your phone and then it like falls on your face. and You're like, oh, and so Whoa, what happened, bro? Yeah, I plug my phone in, triple check the alarm because I'm neurotic. Right. And then I roll over on my right side because I sleep on the, if you're looking at the bed, I sleep on the right. She sleeps on the left. So I roll over onto my right side. I'm like, honey, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> and she's just laughing like that. And I'm like, uh -huh. it's not funny. I love you. I have feelings. I'm sharing that I love you. And you're sitting here laughing. Pack and your shit. Like, Let's go. Yeah. I'm like, I'm out. No, she's like, I'm watching this dog video and we're watching it together. And I chuckle a little bit and she can't stop giggling. She put her phone she down slap and she, happy. Yeah, and she can't stop laughing. I totally had the giggles. And so she starts trying to tickle me in bed. <laughs> which of course causes a boner and then it goes unrequited. <laughs> and, you know. But anyway, so eventually I don't know what happened. I turned on the massage feature on her bed and I fell asleep. And she just, I'm sure, was laughing all the way to the sleep. Linocaine and B twelve. But I sent the video to your girlfriend and she replied and she was like, oh my God, I loved it. She said the same thing that I did. The chunky Rottweiler was the best. Yeah, then there's your girlfriend. So have you milfed her yet? What, what? does that even mean? No. What? <laughs> what now? Let me tell you what now. Okay, so where are you at with the girlfriend? Have you have you officially got the I love yous out of no, the way? No, we have not. Still, you haven't. Okay, you say still like it's been ten years. No, I just it's, when you're at the it's point, it's not even been three listen, months yet. You're at the point. You're at the point. You got to get to the point. Right. Uh huh. You know the point. Right. Um, she's great. I don't know what you're waiting for, but whatever. Um, and then there's the whole um side hustle business thing that's not going to be a side hustle. Right. So how are we all feeling about this? Because it's now like serious. It's getting real. Like we have our business. So those of you who may know, we're trying to like open up a business, like a, a franchise. And right. it's a lot of money. Right. It's a lot of money. Right. Right. Um, okay, and so again, okay. what's happening? <laughs> in the, the, okay. The dog is going to throw up. The dog is going to throw up again. <laughs> yeah. Then there's this fucking dog situation. <laughs> By the way, before we get to the business thing. So my dog, and I'm not kidding, I am not exaggerating. My dog is licking his ass on repeat. Like, daddy? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, not daddy. So all day long, my dog is is just licking his butt. So now my wife calls the vet yesterday, and now he's going to see the vet this morning at eight. <sighs> and you, they're going to give him a shot and take his blood, and we all know this is going to be a thousand dollars. Yeah. So if they come back that he has to have major surgery, he's like 130 years old. Right. But he's not old. He's actually in very good he's health. Spry he's dog. spry. He's young. Yeah. He's healthy. Other than this dog butthole problem. So how much is too much on this? I'm, because I'm trying to, we're trying to open this business. It's going to cost me well over six figures to do it. Yeah. How much is too much? Because I'm not buying shoes. I'm not buying nothing right now. Yeah. Like I looked at my bank account this morning. We have literally bought nothing. Right. Nothing. 
So how much is too much on this? I don't know. I like think if that's, that's teach their own on that, I think. If he comes back and the vet's like, yeah, it's going to be $3,000 and we'll cut his butt open, take his glands out, remove all this and that, like, do you do it? I think for three grand, you have to do it. He's a good dog who's got a I feel like he's got a lot of life left in front of him. Yeah. I can't imagine him not being here. Yeah, I think the how much life does he have left thing is what you make the decision on. You know. But if it's ten grand, no, you're not doing it for ten grand. No, three grand is doable, but ten grand is too much. It man, Monty, how much does it cost for a new dog? That's the price. No, no, no. Well, and you guys aren't getting dogs after these two. Not for a while. Like, and my <laughs> dogs, my one dog Django, who was probably ten years old at this point, he's gonna he's gonna be around for probably ten more years. Um, but my dog Rhino, I, I would guess pro it's year to year with him because he's like 15 years old or 12 years old. We got him in 2008. No, no, no. It wasn't 2010. Oh my God. It was, it was his freshman year in high school. It was 2010. No, it was 2010. It's, do you want me to get the paperwork out? Yes. He was born in October of 2009, they estimated. We got him in, like, March of 2010. Okay, great. So he's at least 13 years old then. He's at least – it's 2022, right? Yeah. So he's going on 13 years old. He's 12 right now, yes. Yeah, so he's in his 13th year. Oh, Do fuck not – say <laughs> For fuck's sake. He's 85. I mean, he only turns 50 this year, but oh, he'll be 85. Right. Get in the kitchen right now. Um, anyway, no, I'm kidding. I'm, I shouldn't weaponize the female genitalia. We get it. Yeah, next um, question. I don't I don't know what the cap is. A five grand, it'd be, I'm not doing it. No. If it's three grand. There's got to, it, it can't be that much. There's got to be something. I mean, it's not like he has like a, you know, bad joint or. No, but if they got to take a roto-rooter to that boho, like that stuff gets expensive. If they, if he's got to get, if, yeah, if he's got to like, okay, if we're just going to ass vacuum his glands and stuff, okay, that's like 600 bucks. But if they got, they're going to have to put him under. They already, because he's got a mole on his tail that I think is the issue. And I, they're going to wind up putting him under anesthesia, lopping that mole off. And that's going to be like probably three grand. Yeah. It's going to be expensive. And it's just like, and the other problem is speaking of service, this vet here in Daybreak is, is really good, but he <coughs> is just overwhelmed with business. That's so they why. don't call you back. Like it takes forever. And so I finally call him yesterday. And my wife's like, be nice. Don't be mean. No, What's up, motherfuckers? That's what he does. He's like, we've been waiting for a call back for three weeks. And I'm like, uh, no, I called this morning. Well, no, we've called a couple of times. Like, oh, and, 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 and I said three days because we called. I, I'm pretty sure you called Monday morning. Mm hmm. Or at least you told me you were going to call Monday morning. I was going to call, and I forgot to call. And then so Tuesday you don't love the dogs. That. So you don't love the dogs. <laughs> anyway, so whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. You were supposed to call Monday. We wound up calling yesterday morning, and uh, he never called back. The guy never called us back. Yeah. So at the end of the day, Mrs. Monty called them again and was like, hey, what the fuck? And they were like, okay, we'll bring him in tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, and we'll do what I we can do. I never said what the fuck. I was like, hey, I know you guys are busy. Hey, I'm, I'm concerned about you guys are you know, the, the dog. And I just need to know, like, we need to get him tested so we can get the procedure done. What do we have to do? And she was like, oh, hold on. And so she, you know, went and talked to the, the doctor. He looked at the rat thing. She said, okay, great. Hey, bring him in tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. All right. So the the vet the vet never called back, is what I'm saying. Typical. Yeah. So anyway, we have four minutes to talk about our business thing. Yeah. 
Like it's really close. Like we actually have financing that's pretty much in place. Um, you know, we've really, but this is, this is scary time now. This is in, you know, it's funny. You were having a conversation on Twitter yesterday about why do you get up at four 30? Right. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's not really why it's more like, how do you do it consistently? And I, I was just saying that, you know, if you get up early enough, you start, it starts to become your routine, but you have to have a routine in the morning. So you don't have to think about what yeah. you're doing. You yeah. know, you just have to, we get up at four 30 every day. Mrs. Monty usually gets out of bed around five 15. She does her workout. She does her work. Like you can't sleep till seven o'clock and, and I don't think, and be wildly productive. I think there's too much that can get done from four 30 to seven, seven 30. Yeah. Like that's our podcast, which we don't make any money on, frankly, but it's a big part of our day. It, it's what it's frankly, it's our pleasure of the day. Um, but now we're moving into this thing where not working at Yelp is like in like standing right in front of us now. It's bizarre. Mm -hmm. Like I was thinking about this. I had the weirdest dream last night. I had a dream. We were in Las Vegas. We were walking across <clears throat> that crosswalk by the Bellagio and you had food poisoning. You were throwing up in the street. And we were talking about, well, at our restaurant, that won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that was my dream last night. How did I get the food poisoning? <laughs> I don't know, but you were wearing a, blue, a beautiful white see-through shirt that you threw up on. Anyway. Um, wow. It's What's weird. wrong with you? Wow. And I could feel like the warm wind, too. I think I was hot. That's what was happening. Okay. Anyway, the when point is. When big blanket get here? I don't know. Not soon enough. Uh, but the point is that this thing is, with opening our 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 franchise restaurant is right in front of us. Yeah, like this I is mean, now. Aside from we have to lock down a location like twelve months in advance. You do, Dude, it's and, part, but it's part of the process. See, and this is what it, this is. You know, this is the thing. In this kind of a process, you you just it, you just you knock down each hurdle. You it's just, each you, you each just step. knock down each step, and you move through it. You know and. Yeah, you do have to lock down locations very much in advance, a hundred percent. But, but you know, I I feel pretty good about this one we're looking at. I think it's I think it's pretty solid, you know. And I hope that you know today or tomorrow or you know whenever we decide, you know, after looking at it and everything, you know, I that that will be a good feeling. Brent, I don't know why you got filtered. I don't know. Anyway, Brent's question was, why are you getting financing? Why not come out of your pocket for it? It's too much. Well, and. and you don't want to be broke to open a business. Yeah. Like I'm not going to spend all of my liquidity on opening a business. That's why you have SBA programs and business funding programs. And there's tons of programs right now. Understanding how to use debt for gain is a huge thing that nobody understands. How to do. It is. It is. And there's a lot of reason to use, to use it because you, there's no prepayment penalty. Like the business financing we're looking at is only 10 years. Yeah. Um, so you have a 10 year term. You know, but anyway, the, the most difficult part right now is getting retail space. <clears throat> yeah. It is really difficult to do. You know how many people are opening businesses right now? Yeah. It is insane. Yeah. How many people are opening businesses right now? Yes. So it is really difficult to get a retail space in this town. But from Sugar House to Orem, like we're working on it. We are. We are. And, and it's not it's not an easy process. It really is not. You can only talk about jazz for 15 minutes or so. That's the problem. There's just nothing new. That's true. It's true. I don't disagree with you. And Garcia says, is Digis still a provider? Oh, my God. I have not thought about my friends in American Fork at Digis in a long time. If so, can you claim the HOH just a satellite? Yeah, you probably could. You just saved a grand on a treadmill, Monty. Yeah, I'm paying for the dogs. Dan Rickett says, I thought the headline was going to be Jazz didn't win by 40-plus. What's wrong with this team? Dan, 
You're pushing buttons now, Dan. Dan. We'll remember this for Monday. Dan. Anyway, um, yeah. So this business thing is a is a is a big deal. Yeah, we're doing an SBA loan. Yeah, correct. It's it's a cool feeling to be like, hey, you know, now we're actually on the precipice of of the full green light. You know, it's a cool feeling. Yeah, I, I it's really it's scary as hell. Like it is, it's scary. Mm. But it's that thing we always talk about, and this is where it's time to stop talking and start walking. <laughs> right. Right. Like we talk about every day when we talk about this small business stuff. Hey, are you going to sit here and collect a paycheck? Because I make a very good living. I make far more money than most people. Am I going to give that away and go do our own thing? And hopefully, you know, if our projections are right, we're going to build an empire in the next seven years. Mm -hmm. Or do I sit and stay at my nine to five? <laughs> I'm going to do the empire. Yeah. Like I can't, I'd rather try and fail because my confidence is in that. I think I can, I can make money. If I needed to go apply for a job and get a job and make money to pay my bills, I could do that. Well, the truth of the matter is, is we can come right back to what we're doing now. That's the truth of it. I would think so. And you know, I'm in a position that you're not in that. I have a really great loyal partner who mm -hmm. is hundred percent on board. Um, and that together we can do anything. Yeah. That's a really advantageous position to be in. Um, unless it's trying to get a vet to call you back and then that's never going to happen. But the point is, yeah, it's really scary, man, but it, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, it is, it is scary. I, I think the difference in position is that I'm like, yeah, okay. If I give away all my money, cool. I can just go back to my nine to five and I'll figure it out. I yeah. mean, that's the difference. Well, there you go. Make sure you hit subscribe on this show. We're doing, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Our audio podcast is kicking ass. Thank you. Um, if you listen on iTunes, um, Apple podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher radio, God bless you. Um, if you're on Spotify, thank you so much. Our Spotify numbers are great. I would encourage you find us on Spotify. Just search the Monty show. M O N T Y the Monty show. Shout me out on Twitter. Um, we need to do a prize giveaway if somebody listens on Spotify because you guys have been amazing there. Um, shout me out on Twitter if you listen on Spotify. Um, just Google search The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. Hit subscribe. You'll win a PS5 at 5,000 subscribers. You want five to one chance to win. DM Jake, SLC Supercars. Buy one of our T-shirts. You get five entries extra for every T-shirt you buy on The Monty Show until Monday. We're off tomorrow. See you Monday. Jake, say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.